Welcome to See You on the Other Side, where the world of the mysterious collides with the world of entertainment. A discussion of art, music, movies, spirituality, the weird, and self-discovery. And now, your hosts, musicians and entertainers who have their own weakness for the weird, Mike and Wendy from the band Sunspot. It's been another busy week, Mike. It certainly has, and I feel bad for two things. What's that? Number one is I didn't do my asteroid costume like I was hoping to. I like, didn't either. Yeah, I did not take the bath in rubber cement and go for out. For shame. Drive, and yeah, I didn't do that. You didn't so. throw yourself at any earth shape mm-hmm. objects? No. No, even though I, since I moved back to Wisconsin, I can. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I also didn't even see the Terminator movie yet. I haven't either. I know. We need to... Organize a field situation. trip or something. I, I think so. I think so. But it's been yeah. moving. It's been moving week. Yeah. So, so you're back in Madison now. Welcome back. Yes, I am. Thank you. And we're in a, our special new studio here. That's right. For the right. first time, we're face to face. We're not over the internet. Yes, it's much easier to talk when I'm not, <laughs> you know, like staring. Anyway, it's much easier. To no, talk. it's great, and we're happy to have you back here in Madison. Thank you. And uh, thank you. Got some exciting new projects for Sunspot and for See You on the Other Side I coming think so. up. So I think so. Looking so, forward to that. Anyway, so I, I'm just disappointed in myself that I didn't do those things. And um, and those were my two mm. exciting things over the week. And all I did was end up moving boxes. Well, I think that's a fair enough excuse. But, you know, you know what makes disappointment a little less less harsh? Um, well, probably self-medication. Well, I was that, that might be true as well. Yeah, but I was I thinking more like something along the lines of a, a five star five star something with five uh, stars yes what a is five that? star review oh, that's a five right. star review on itunes that does help the sting and i was really excited because i pop in there and check every so often and mm-hmm. there and this week a new one appeared okay well this is from t blake and it says excellent production value i've only listened to an episode of this podcast i hope you've rectified that by now t blake um, but the two hosts have great chemistry and the production value is awesome. I'd recommend it for people who dig horror, the paranormal, and pop culture. All right. Five stars. T. Blake, I'd recommend for you to get a big kiss today. <laughs> Thank you, T. Blake, for the review. We appreciate that. And it's nice nice to hear that you're enjoying the production and the content. Absolutely so. is. Absolutely is. So um, did you have a good 4th of July, Wendy? I did. I had a really crazy week. I, I kind of took a little impromptu trip down to Nashville. Oh, that's right. You did. That's I did. Right, you did. And that is going to be the, what we talk about it today. Is, yep. So I ended up driving about 1,200 and some miles and um, saw a lot of sites, visited some, with some friends, mm-hmm. and I checked out a few special haunted places in Nashville, which okay. was really cool. Um, I also I, I rode a mechanical bull. For the first oh. time in my life. Uh, do we have a picture of you in the mechanical uh, bowl? Yeah, there's a picture. Okay. Now that has to go. If that doesn't go in the show notes, <laughs> oh, I, will no. find a, okay. I will find a picture of a redhead on a oh, mechanical gosh. bowl and put it in there <laughs> and tell them it's you. Yeah. It was fun. Um, How long did you last? Did you make it the eight seconds? Or I was, well, I was on it for like a minute maybe, but they were going really slowly because like, I, sure. I was real hesitant to, to even attempt it. Knowing how many people get back injuries from those things and whatnot. Well, how, did you see other people? People being like thrown off. Oh yeah, okay. oh yeah. People were getting tossed on their necks, and I, I mean, it was it was the people who were brave enough to actually let the the controller guy like have free reign over the speed and everything. 
they were always getting tossed. Okay. So, but I was down there with my sister and um so she she went first. Okay. She, and you know, she sort of ran ran it past the guys. Are, are you going to like is it is it does it go without saying that I'm going to get whipped off this thing? And he's like, "No, just try it out and we'll go we'll go nice and slow." And so she went on it and looked like fun, so I figured Okay. I'd give so it a how long too, did so. she go on it? She was on it for pretty good at least a minute as okay, well. Okay. So. All right. All right. Well, that sounds anyway. like fun. Riding the bull. <laughs> what place did you ride the bull at? Is it, is it, was it, was at it haunted? It was at the Wild Horse Saloon. Okay. And I wasn't able to find any stories about that particular place, but that area, there's a few places close by to that area okay. in Nashville that have a, a lot of neat um, stories around them. But there's no ghosts, the wild horse or anything just like the that ghost from people of a lot that of got pulled, like, like yanked <laughs> off the mechanical bull. The ghosts of a lot of people's pride. That, okay. that <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that was fun. Okay, and that does. I didn't. I didn't get to ride a mechanical bull. This no, weekend. so I'm you sorry. had a better. You had a I'm much sorry. better weekend. But I'm very, very bruised from the experience. Okay. So, okay. so you actually. I mean, it actually hurt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, isn't it, there padding? Isn't it like a gym? Yeah, it's, it's there? like a bouncy castle basically that surrounds it. But the the thing wasn't from getting thrown off of it. It was from clinging to it really hard, and and then you know you're getting thrown around in different directions. So your thighs and your arm and anything you're using to keep yourself on it okay gets bumped a lot hurts the next day and then the next the day after that you just you feel like uh 100 years old okay it's it's not not cool so did you buy a cowboy hat i didn't buy one but i brought the one that i got in texas remember that time uh that guy a friend we met down there at one of our shows uh he made this hat for me that was like with a barbed wire oh yes okay i do remember that. so i brought that down because i figured hey it's nashville you you should be wearing cowboy hat yeah and i felt not weird wearing it whereas if i just wore it around here i'd I'd probably get a lot of stares and you do get attention when you wear a cowboy hat on here or (laughs) people it's i always get the thing where i get the girls in the bar like oh can i wear your cowboy Uh hat and it's like well no because i haven't done my hair and now i'm gonna look like a jerk (laughs) right yeah, uh, just because you wanted to be cute for your friend. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess that way, if I was trying to pick up girls, whatever, that'd be a good. It's, they always say that that's that's a, a conversation piece or something like that. If you're trying to pick somebody up, yeah, like know? hey, like are you a real cowboy? Yeah, are you a real you know bull? I don't know. <laughs> so I I don't see. I have no game whatsoever. So <laughs> I I don't think I'd be very good with the cowboy hat. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, the. Uh, the hat felt very natural down there, and um, the people were really friendly down there, many of them also wearing hats. Okay. So I didn't get any boots or hats, but I, I did have lots of good experiences, so that's All my right. favorite thing Exciting. to did collect. You, so you didn't like um, uh, you have to drive cattle on a ranch or anything? <laughs> no. You didn't do Okay. Nope. I was downtown most of the time. Did, so. you, did you see any country music stars? No there? stars that I know of that I saw. I mean, I, I don't know if I'd recognize a lot of them. Not, okay. not super familiar with that scene, but you know, my sister and I went down to uh, Broadway, which is like kind of their Bourbon Street or six, you know Sixth Street in Austin or whatever the the main touristy okay. drag. And it's, it's just it's just called Broadway. Is that like yep. show tunes or anything? Uh, like that? I don't think so. Okay, but it was very uh, you know music coming out of every door in the middle of the day, so that was perfect. Very fun. Okay, so that does sound good. Yeah, so uh, I. I I did a little research before I went down there Mm because I wanted to see if there was anything worth checking out, any places that might be haunted or any kind of interesting folklore. And I mean, with it being a music city, of course, this is the perfect, perfect place to explore. That's what we're hoping. Ghosts and pop culture. So I searched the famous Google, the Google. Yeah. And um, (laughs) and the first thing that came up was a very well-known ghost at this uh, 
Opryland location. So it's where Opryland, the, I guess it was a theme park, used to okay, be. A theme park or there's the Grand Old Opry and that's what, is that related nope. to it? We'll get to that later. Okay, but, fair enough. But yeah, this fair was enough. the site of uh, Opryland. I guess it was kind of a, a theme park and stage and whatnot. But um, sure. But now there's this enormous resort there. Enormous. I mean, it's, it's, I got lost in it and that happened to be where we were staying Okay, so, at the Opryland thing. Yes, it's called the Gaylord Opryland Resort. And right. it's got multiple atriums. There's a river flowing through with a boat. I mean... They're like a roller coaster where you end up in uh, like Reba McIntyre's <laughs> mouth or something like that? No, or? no but, uh, but the guy um, that I talked to that was one of the staff members there, I was asking him if he had seen any ghosts or anything, and he said no. But he proceeded to tell me about Dolly Parton's suite. She apparently has a suite that takes up multiple levels and... It's just oh. this huge space of the resort. And that's where occurs. she goes and gets like her plastic surgery done and stuff like <laughs> Recovery that. Recovery, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. But it's a fantastic place and it's it's got all these neat atriums everywhere. So you feel like you're outside almost. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, there's there's bars upon bars within this whole complex. So it's it's like restaurants and all kinds of activities and um and then of course the rooms where you can stay. So all right. Well, so, it sounds. I mean, it sounds like it's, it's. Is it its own biodome? It is about. That's okay. what I felt like when I was in there. So, okay. so the rumor is that there's a ghost of a woman whose family owned the land there, and uh, they see her walking around late at night, and she's uh, in the dark, kind of hiding off in the corners, and she's dressed in the old style of of fashion. But I, I talked about it. I actually went into the atrium, which is you know one of the places where they see her, and mm-hmm. I talked about it a little bit. So let's take a listen All right. to that live from Opryland. I am in the Garden Conservatory at the Gaylord Opryland Resort, which is my first stop on my little tour of Nashville haunted places. Um, actually, I've been staying here for the past couple of days, and this was the number one place um, that is rumored to have a ghost. So, the ghost is believed to be a woman by the name of Mrs. McGavock. Apparently, her family owned land on which this resort stands. And the resort is magnificent. It's huge. I just learned that it's on 56.8 acres of land. And that's what's under the roof. So, you know, there's also the grounds around that. But 56.8 acres of resort. It's got all kinds of different atriums. As you can probably hear, there's water everywhere. There's giant waterfalls. There's a river that flows through here. It's beautiful. It's also very green. There's tons of trees. And the garden conservatory where I'm standing right now is surrounded by hotel rooms that have little balconies that kind of remind me of New Orleans a little bit. And they each have a little table and you'll see people sitting out there reading the paper. But the rumors about the ghost here is that uh, the lady McGavock supposedly has been seen by staff members and also guests. And she's reported to be seen wearing black antebellum style clothing and a long black veil over her face. So she shows up at night and in the darkest places, so she'll be hiding in a corner. I did ask someone who works here if they ever saw her, and he hadn't. And he hadn't heard of her either, so I myself didn't see her. Neither did my sister who's here with me. But uh, we were hoping we would, but we didn't. So we're going to check out uh, the pictures that we took, though, because the pictures (laughs) oftentimes (laughs) have ghosts or orbs or things like that. So we'll we'll check and see if we get any of those types of signs. But... This concludes my first stop on the tour of Haunted Nashville. So that was a bit of audio from the atrium. 
Yeah, it's, it sounds like it was a nice place. It busy. was very nice, yeah. Very busy. And um, I don't know, supposedly haunted. I, okay. I wish I would have seen okay. that lady. You didn't see the lady all in black. I didn't. I didn't. And you're like, did you see anybody wearing any kind of, uh, they call it antebellum? I didn't see anybody, southern. not even in costume. But I mean, if you search that that legend, there's a lot of people who claim they've got they've taken pictures and then she appears in okay, the picture. She shows up in little so you know, I, places. I haven't seen any of those pictures. You know, people all on the right. internet like to talk. Of but. course, yeah. And, and if if you saw somebody in the corner all dressed in black, like hiding, it probably right. was just one of one of uh, Nashville's goths. Well, I said, hey, if I, if I was one of the employees, I'd. Get oh, myself totally one of those that. dresses and just like, yeah, wander just around. Hide in the corner and stuff. Like, <laughs> I'm hiding in dark place. Yep. So, so where'd you go next? Next, we uh, headed toward downtown, which is, it was, I don't know, probably a 10, 15 minute drive. Okay. Opryland's a little bit uh, northeast of the central downtown area. So headed downtown and we were going to uh, check out this place called the Market Street Pub and Grill that has a neat legend about their lights shaking and you know, they supposedly see things all the time, but we went down there and it actually was, it had a different name. It was an Irish bar and it was, it looked like it was shut down. So we weren't able to go in there. Okay. So the market street, there was no, no, there's no action. But on the way there, we drove right past the union station, which is another, uh, storied location. Sure. But let's hear about it. All right. I'm standing outside on the platform of the Union Station Hotel, which was formerly the Union Station uh, train station. It's a gorgeous, huge building. Um, It looks a bit like a castle or a church. Big, huge windows with arches around them. Um, And there's a, a statue at the top that's pointing upward at the sky. There's a giant magnolia tree that I'm looking at right now, which is absolutely gorgeous. Um, It's a sunny day, finally. It has been cloudy all morning and the sun just came out. And I'm overlooking the train tracks here where supposedly uh, there's a number of ghost sightings that occur. Um, It is rumored that room 711 is haunted here. And apparently uh, the, the story is that someone leapt out of the building to their death, which is pretty horrifying. But this one's apparently the location of a reoccurring spectacle in which a nameless woman says goodbye to her soldier on the platform before he ships off to France for World War II. When she arrives at that same spot to greet him on his return, she's instead met with word that he was killed in action. Distraught, she throws herself in front of a passing locomotive far below. And I'm looking over the edge here, and it is very far. It's a, it's a leap to get down to those tracks. The spirit of her departed love returns, looking for her in the last place he saw her. Two ghosts still separated after all these years. So apparently it's a recurring thing that people see the woman and they see the, the man in the uh, soldier's uniform. And it's another sad story of ghosts of people in love that lost each other. So Union Station, stop number two on the haunted tour of Nashville. So I guess I'm confused it sounds like there's train tracks there, but it's a hotel. Yes. Like what? It, what's it all about? It's it's it is a hotel now, mm-hmm. um, and I'm guessing it might have been back in the day as well. But it was built as a train station, so it has the the traditional looking platform, but it doesn't actually connect to passenger trains. So there's okay. tracks down there, and you'll see you know freight trains going by very slowly. But um, the actual platform where you would normally, you know, in the in the old 40s movies where you'd see, see people, people with, like, saying goodbye waiting. and whatnot. Yeah. Right. 
that's still there, but it's just empty. And I got a few pictures of that because that's where I was standing when I recorded the audio. But it's a very beautiful hotel and very um, majestic looking, you know, classic, old, very pretty. So... All right, and so you Converted. didn't see any women in 1940s clothing or anything like that walking around no. smoking? No, I didn't, but I could definitely imagine that type of a scene at night. I was there during the day, okay. but I, you know, I could imagine the security guard wandering out and seeing... Seeing like, something weird or... Yeah, yeah. and that's kind of what the stories that I found online were. People staying at the hotel, they'd go out to smoke a cigarette or something, and then they'd see someone and then turn around and she'd be gone, you know? Sure. And that type of thing. So, well, I mean, that's the thing. That's the trade off. Like, smoking may be bad for you, but it helps you see ghosts. <laughs> right. So, that's the thing. Your health <laughs> versus seeing ghosts. That's right. That's right. So, that was pretty cool. And it was a neat place to see. And mm-hmm. um, I wanted to ask some people there about if they had seen anything, but I didn't. Uh, what I had read online said that they, they don't like to be talk bothered about with it. those things. So. I, you know, I find that hotels normally don't right. like to talk about it because they think it's going to scare, scare away guests. <laughs> people who are coming i think there'd be more people interested in yeah. you know uh when my family stayed at the myrtles plantation oh um, right in louisiana like we wouldn't have stayed there just to stay at a plantation oh look this is where slavery happened no we, we you go there because you think it's going to be you're going to see something weird well, because of the haunted story. that's true you do you know right. but but there's I, I would say i would guess that maybe the majority of of hotel goers might not find you're right. Like ninety five percent of people, if you're just like, "Hey, I think your room's haunted," they're gonna be like, "Hey, give me another <laughs> right, room." Right, right. Like, like the Fister Hotel in Milwaukee. Yeah, you know, you, there's there's sports stars and people who refuse to stay there because we should talk about that another time. Yeah, but. Allison actually has my sister from Milwaukee. Goes, yeah, she yeah. has some very. Uh, uh, she's got info that nobody else has on the Fister Whoa. in Milwaukee. We're going to have to do an episode about yes, that. Yes, and the Fister is one of those hotels where if you try to talk about the ghost thing, they they'll like be it. like, well, the only spirit we have here is the spirit of hospitality. Oh, I thought they you were going to really say something about the, that, the bar. Like, they really have said that before, is the spirit of hospitality. <laughs> they trained them well. Yes. So anyway, yeah, that's that's interesting. We'll we'll definitely have to revisit that topic because yes. that's fun. Um, but yeah, so that was that was, I thought, a really cool place to visit and yeah i'm looking forward to seeing the story. pictures mm-hmm, for sure and i'll you, put those and you can see your pictures in the show notes and the, and the show notes are at othersidepodcast.com slash 47 47 yes yes i'll put those all up there for you great and the next thing we did my my kind hostess sister who was mm-hmm. who's carting around town with me and checking these places out um did she have a cowboy hat too yes okay I you'll can see just, the pictures I can, <laughs> I can just imagine you two walking around with your cowboy and, hat <laughs> and she was kind enough to to snap some shots of me while i was recording so you can see me looking like kind of a weird uh paparazzi type i don't know whatever okay. standing there with my my zoom recording yeah but. with your with your remote <laughs> recording studio we can call yep. it that yes okay that sounds more professional yeah but yeah so after the uh the union station we went to the downtown to the broadway mm-hmm. area and checked out some music had some lunch and then we had to go to the ryman auditorium and um the ryman auditorium was the original location of the grand Ole opry okay it's a it's a really interesting place with a, a long storied history um, it was built originally as a, basically a church, a giant church where they'd have these, you know, um, revivals. They'd have, uh, people, the, all the, all the people who were out doing nasty things in Nashville right, <laughs> would sure. come in and ask for, for forgiveness and whatnot. That's right. Um, and then later on it was converted into an entertainment center and it, it became like very well known, obviously. 
Um, tons of recordings have been made there and the list of people who have not only performed but spoken there and well, that's presented. A big, that's a big honor, right? To be, Huge. You have to be invited to play at the Grand Old Opry. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's right. And so um, they recently renovated it and added this really neat little theater where if you do the tour, which we did, of course, <laughs> they drop you in this little theater and it's really cool. They have a whole, the whole history and, um, it's got it, like mini Pearl there with the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Oh yeah. Tag on yep. her hat. Okay, That's part right. of it. She's and a big deal. The presentation is projected on the wall, but it, it goes on all the walls around you too. So it's, it's really like a neat, I recommend it. It was 20 bucks, but it was okay. It but was it was, worth it. it was worth it. Yeah. I thought so. And I mean, did they include any haunted stories in the tour? They didn't talk about any hauntings in the okay, tour. So maybe it's not worth 20 bucks, <laughs> or maybe they could charge a little extra with little haunted stories. on. I think so. I think they should. I think that'd be great. But I asked a lot of the staff member, at least three people there. And one of them was a guy who apparently had been working there for like 40 years, an older fella. And nobody, oh, no, no ghosts, no. Right, of I'm course. like, oh, man, can somebody just say they, they're like, Seems you know, they're closing weird. up at night and they felt a weird thing? or something. I don't, But anyway, it definitely has a strong feeling in it. Uh, I mean, you just, any place with lots of history like that. And and especially theaters. I mean, yes. theaters are where the most dramatic of us. Yes, as we've, to, as we've discussed many times. Tend to uh, leave a little piece of themselves. That's right. And so we, we, after we saw the presentation, we wandered in and then I recorded a little, a little audio that mm, I'll share okay. now. Check one, two. I am sitting on a bench in the Ryman Auditorium, these, otherwise known as the Soul of Nashville, which is where the Grand Ole Opry originally started. And this place is rumored to have many famous ghosts, perhaps the most famous of which Hank Williams Sr., uh, who apparently he loved performing here so much that he comes back and entertains the staff at night. Although I did ask a few staff members if they had ever seen anything here, and I, I haven't encountered anyone who has yet. So, But um, so they say that he, he's here as the staff is locking up for the night and they'll see him. And also, um, he's been known, his ghost has been known to head across the alley over to Tootsie's Orchid Lounge. Um, so, where people spot him as well. <laughs> another ghost story from this place, which is uh, another rumor, was that Lisa Marie Presley played here. And after performing on the stage at the Ryman, Lisa Marie headed to her dressing room. Oddly, the door would not budge, no matter how hard she or her guards tried to open it. Finally, when the singer and her guards reached the height of frustration, they heard her long-dead father's distinctive laugh, and the door opened. Elvis Presley had returned to hear his daughter perform and let her know that he supported her with his warm, embracing laugh. So that's a nice little story. I like the thought of Elvis roaming these halls at night and coming to see his daughter perform. But uh, my sister and I are doing the tour here, and we just saw a little movie with the whole history of the place, and it's, it's fascinating. There have been so many talented acts here, and it really does have a soul and um, a feeling that of something special. <laughs> so, Ryman Auditorium, home of the Grand Ole Opry, the soul of Nashville. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. That's a... <laughs> I hate Marie. Good set. That was really, Isn't that a great story, really though? Really good. Yeah, no, that is I a, love that that's one. a good story about the king and... and um, 
I mean, Lisa Marie Presley, I mean, we'll have to have a, I mean, she deserves an episode of her own sometime oh just for being, I mean, married to Michael Jackson and Nicolas Cage. I mean, when you shoot for crazy, <sighs> she was shooting for the stars. Like, she's like, I'm going all the way with this. Not only my, and also, which Elvis, <laughs> which Elvis haunted the Grand Ole oh, yeah. Was it young, skinny, yeah. beautiful Elvis? Or was it like well, old gun toting? I think it's. Give me one of them peanut butter banana sandwiches, <laughs> baby. Take care of business. I'm thinking it's. He had to be at least father age, right? Yeah. Well, maybe not. I don't know. And he was pretty young when he, I mean, he was only 42 when he died. I bet it, it's it's the old Elvis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like doing karate kicks. Yeah. And stuff. I'm he's doing like, karate kicks. And then he's the like, old opera, baby. <laughs> that's my girl up there, baby. <laughs> so, oh, that's fun. Yeah. I mean. It's cool. I mean, that place really is cool. I'd love to see a concert there because everyone we talked to um, reported the acoustics are amazing. And there was a woman that we ran into who took my sisters in my picture and she said that she's, she loves it. So I said, you know, have you seen this been in here before? And she said, Oh yeah, I'll, I come here all the time. I just love it. I just love the feeling. And it's just, Oh, it just, it's so inspiring to come in here. And she was wearing a cowboy hat too. Okay. But good. I thought so that was inspired neat. Inspired by the ghost of yeah, and she wasn't That's a, a she wasn't a tourist. She was <laughs> a local and she just comes back to, to soak up that, that, you know, that culture and all right she loves her nashville well that's yeah, nice yeah. okay so the grand old i mean i think i, I when i eventually visited i'm gonna keep my eye out for that and see yeah. who i see a little laughing I, hey. yeah i mean oh baby it's it's a cool place and the seats there they're like church pews but they're they're like curved church pews you know so they're all in kind of a semi-circle okay it's just a really neat and the old wood creaks as you're walking through and uh, anyway, all right. As you can tell, I was. I Wendy was, loves. I, I didn't Lopre. expect to. I didn't expect to be that excited about it, but it was just such a neat you were, story. You were carried away. I was by the history. Totally carried away of the Ryman Auditorium. Yep. Yep. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So, so that that actually ended up being the last uh, stop that I recorded at, just simply because it was hard to find the. There were a, a limited number of places to explore and um, limited time. And sure trying to get across town to find places and stuff was challenging but but if you're someone who's looking for uh anything anything haunted in nashville i mean every i mean the grand yeah. is public so right. i mean Union station hotel is public mm-hmm. i mean obviously if you're out there on the station yeah. part of it the train station part of it and then opryland is public too so right. it's not like you have to sneak into somebody's house or anything like that to, no and and, do that. and there were handful of other sites that i was hoping to check out that i didn't have time to so you know if you're going and you you want to be pointed in that direction i can send you a little map that i made of um the places that i wanted to check out so but yeah nashville's a fun place lots of music lots of history and did you see any artists that you would recommend or that you were excited about you're like you heard them play and you're like you just oh my god i'm in love with this cowboy's voice um, anything like that or no Okay. <laughs> I mean, so I'd Bro- say the talent was average at best. Well, on Broadway, it was like, it was just, I mean, like Bourbon Street is cover bands, just all cover bands sure. playing the hits. So it was fun. It's a, it's a fun, you know, you're sitting out in the, the half open air right, place yeah. having lunch. And, but uh, it wasn't anything that moved me, you know, for example, when we're in Austin and you'll, you'll be walking on the street and there's original bands playing all the time and that's more likely to, I don't know, inspire me, I guess. Okay. But, but of course, they were all top-level cover bands. I mean, sure, everybody sounds great. Yeah. The the place my sister and I had lunch was called Honky Tonk Central. Okay. And it was three levels 
each level had its own bar and its own stage with a band on it. So, I mean, it was just, can you imagine that? I don't know. I sound like such a hick, but I just, I'm like, man, that's three sound systems, three sound three guys. Three levels with bands on it. And they're all God playing at the gee. same time. And they're playing at like two in the afternoon. Gosh, I was real excited about that. <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of the South, though, I mean, okay, so you were in like one of the Southern, I mean, capitals kind of thing. I mean, yeah. during which everybody was talking about the Confederate flag. Right. With like people driving the General Lee around from Dukes of Hazard, <laughs> or was, I mean, there were people wearing t shirts. There was nothing like um, Kid Rock didn't show up or something like that. No, but it was very patriotic because it was Fourth of July weekend. So, you know, a lot of people wearing flag shirts and whatnot. Okay. But okay. yeah, Ameri- no, American flag shirts, Marco. though. Yeah. Marca. Like, yeah, not okay. Confederate flags. Okay. Thankfully. All right. Good. Good. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, Nashville, I recommend it. If you're into music or ghosts or history or just fun. Yeah, I'm always told um, that if you're looking for a job in the music industry, the best place to move is actually Nashville. Like that's the best chance you have of actually working uh, in like not as just a musician, but actually Mm -hmm. someone who wants to because that's where like most of the uh, most of the modern I mean, the jobs are. And we can see that too with the country music. You know, that's one. Yeah, for sure. That's one area. Mm-hmm. that uh you know people are like oh people don't buy cds anymore well they sure buy country cds yeah, you know do. they still buy those they still buy country records and you know there's like 2300 2300 country radio stations across wow. the united states well as I compared to like rock stations rock stations there's like 250 i totally believe you because on my trip down there and back i like to flip through the stations because it's sure. fun to hear the local you know culture and um yeah there were there were no rock stations <laughs> right that's it <laughs> it was country or western right and so i just think that i think that's interesting mm-hmm. because i grew up and i didn't really you know right care we were, about country we were isolated from that too i mean even wisconsin does have a lot of country stations but compared to the, you know like when we're traveling south. south yeah it's it's quite quite a different ratio yeah i mean my first experience with nashville when i was trying to learn how to drive a stick shift Ooh. On the way to, uh, we, my family went to the Olympics in Atlanta in 1996. Uh-huh. And so as we were driving down there, <laughs> once we hit Nashville, like I was learning how to drive the stick. Oh, everyone we, must have loved you. We hit rush hour. Oh, gosh. It was rush hour. And so Bad. stop and go. And uh, I had to stop in the middle of Nashville freeway. My dad had to take over. <laughs> just- and he's like, out of the way. He's like, you're going to, son. You're going to kill us, boy. <laughs> Well, that's that's a, I guess that is a good way to learn. I mean, throw you in the deep end. Yeah, that was my first, and that's wow. why I still don't drive stick. Oh, interesting. Very good. All, All right. right. Well, let's hear some music. All right, let's let's. I really enjoyed visiting the Ryman Auditorium. It had so much of a feeling there. I mean, it was just so much more than a like a building or structure. Um, you could definitely get the vibe of of many people having been there and experienced cool things. Um, So it inspired me a lot, and the result was this song called The Soul of the City. Oh, 
for listening to today's episode. You can find us online at othersidepodcast.com. Until next time, see you on the other side. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, wait. Oh, I don't have my... Hang on. I gotta redo that one. Right. <laughs>